Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Hey, this is Jen, and this you are listening to Your Life, the Mixtape. Welcome to another episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. This week is a very special edition of this show. Uh, I have as my guest one of my nearest and dearest friends. Um, she is a prolific writer. She is without a doubt the voice of a generation, if you will. Please join me in welcoming from the far reaches of the multiverse, the one, the only, the multifaceted Jennifer B. Harris. Hello. Oh, what a what a gracious in- intro. Thank you. Thank you. A voice of a generation. I can I can get I can get behind that. We'll we'll do we'll do t-shirts and everything. We should, because that's a thing. <laughs> that's- So you you are most known as as a writer, uh, but fan of music, yes. I am actually a huge uh, huge fan of music. Um, one of some of my most um, some of my earliest memories are actually tied to songs in uh, the now po- prolific uh, out um, excuse me uh cookout experiences like when my, when i was a little girl getting you know hair washed and whatever my my aunts would my aunt would always be listening to listening to something so and my dad had a really eclectic ear he even had george carlin george carlin comedy so the man was the man was amazing that is convenient for <laughs> uh for the show awesome so um what what is your favorite song right now right now it kind of goes back it kind of goes back and forth from um the what um the collab or the remix of uh cold cold heart by elton john with uh dua was it dua dua lipa dua lipa and yeah i really i'm really liking that right now it's it's a it's kind of a bop when I'm when I'm in the car. That's what kind of my favorite kind of my favorite song right now, which which tumbled me back into uh, Elton John and um, how I still how I still really truly enjoy uh, Honky Cat by, by, by Elton John. <laughs> I do. I, I think Sir Elton John is amazing. Um, who, who is an artist, uh, that you feel like everybody should be listening to? Hmm. 
you know, I feel I feel like an old woman now because I'm like, there are there's a, there are, and why uh, probably why Apple Music is amazing, but I really wish that for right now, I think more people need to rediscover Stephanie Mills because I think with the you know explosion of Pose that you know um, a love like this before is it's it still hits, which would then lead you back to. Um, her prolific voice in the whiz. So I really think people need to rediscover, rediscover Stephanie Mills. Cause I, when I, when uh, I downloaded um, a love like this before it took, it took me back to um, here I go, here I go showing my age, <laughs> but, but Friday night countdown mm. when I was about maybe like what? five or six it would be on it like you know this stupid o'clock in the morning on fridays on the on the ndc syndicate here in st louis and they would do top 10 videos and it would like go off at like one o'clock in the morning so i i remember had you know before streaming when dinosaurs ruled the earth to know what was hot you had to you had to know exactly kind of where to look <clears throat> and the best place to look every week was um was uh, top with top uh, I forget what I, I think it was Friday night matter of fact it was Friday night videos it came on at like midnight <laughs> it was just and I remember like five or six staying up to staying up to to listen to that and uh here I go feeling more old and Casey Kasem's uh top yes top. <laughs> oh my god uh, but it was amazing <clears throat> um since since you brought up uh, Stephanie Mills, uh, I'm going to share with you and the listeners um, the musical related hill that I will forever die on. Uh-huh. And it is that while I understand that uh, why Diana Ross was cast as Dorothy in The Wiz. She, she was the pretty girl. Um her voice was not big enough for that part and it should have been stephanie mills i will get my backpack and my hiking boots and remain on that mountain with you that stephanie and which is why i think it's it's a really really good idea that people really rediscover stephanie mills because when no one can sing home like her no one So we talk, you talked about this uh, briefly uh, during the opening, uh, but what is the first song that you remember hearing? You won't believe, you won't believe me if I tell you, you won't, you won't believe, you won't believe if I tell you the the absolute first song I can remember hearing is new shoes. I can't wait. Shut up. I love it. Yes. First song I can like remember hearing and my my first my first memory is like is new shoes. I can't wait. Yeah, baby. I can't wait. I think <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know what? That song still goes hard. It does. It does. And yeah. And like the theme song to like Beverly Hills Cop when yeah, Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. was like getting famous. Do, 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 yeah. It's, I, I, those are my two songs. The two songs I absolutely remember 
hearing hearing because my my Myra had like this big ghetto blaster on uh that she would put in the kitchen (laughs) 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 she would like turn it up loud and it it, it would like suck the batteries it was the whole thing that thinking about beverly hills cop that makes me want to go watch um the golden child oh man right right I, 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 I'm looking for the golden child. <laughs> right. Right. For, for the children listening at home, uh, the golden child is an underrated action adventure film starring uh, Eddie Murphy that you should definitely go watch. And also look up Mr. Robinson's neighborhood clips on uh, YouTube. Yes. Song Murphy. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, What is what is the song that always makes you cry? Um, Depends. Uh, I am a woman of a certain age who has who has lived a little bit. So the song that um, so when I cry over a song is is normally attached to a memory. I still can't listen to Georgia on my mind by Ray Charles while thinking of my father. also, um, Woman by Maroon 5. Because Adam, Le- I don't know what magic, you know, Adam Levine has sometimes, but it's, but it's throughout that entire, through that entire song. That is a fantastic song. Yeah, a fantastic song. Uh, what's, what's your guilty pleasure song? <laughs> Cake by the Ocean. Nice. <laughs> I turned it up loud and listened and uh also um can't hold us but hold us down by uh Macklemore and Ryan and Ryan Lewis. When, when my kids were small and we and I and we would be getting ready to go, uh, I would go, and all my people say, and they would go, no. <laughs> and then we would and then we would go. So that was that was kind of the the rustle up we're getting ready to leave. I love that. Those are both fantastic songs. <laughs> Uh, what is the best song to sing in the shower? <laughs> um, the best, the right now for me, the best, the best song to sing to sing in the sh- to sing in the shower <laughs> is "Party and Bullshit" by Notorious. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it still slaps. It's, it's, it's still, it still slaps. It still, it still slaps. I love Pa-. that. And bullshit and party and bullshit. It's a mood. It's yeah. It's, it's also as as the children say, it's a vibe. It's a, um, it, is, it, it is. It really is a vibe. My my oldest daughter, because we fell into a, a Netflix rabbit hole, and uh, I was watching because they like to watch everything I watch now, which is dangerous. And we actually came across uh, the Biggie documentary. Biggie, I got a story to tell because they had they had they knew who he was, but didn't really you know grasp who he was. And uh, my oldest daughter liked it, so then we watched um, Time Is Illmatic, uh, Nas's um, but bi- Nas's uh, bio, which was really amazing. Uh, there was a girl on the on the near the end of the documentary because I'm. You know, if he ever hears this, you know, Nasir Oludara Jones was the first rapper I ever heard who I got goosebumps when I heard him. 
still, you know, and Nas is pushing 50 and I'm in my forties now. So I'm like, it's still, it still, it still does that. And um, I remember it was a girl on the documentary who said, you know, I love you Nas. And he, he was like, oh, I love you too. I'm like, oh, I just would have died. Yeah. I just, I just, I just would have passed out. Throw a sheet over me, call my mother. I'm not, I'm not because Nas said he loved me. I can't get up. I can't, I can't get up because the man whose voice I've been in love with for 20 some odd years, he told me, he told me, told me that he loved me. He, um, Mary J. Blige was just on the cover of Time magazine for the 100 most influential people of the mm-hmm. year. He did her write up and it was so beautiful. It was so nice. I was like, oh, this is that's really sweet. Right. From what I've heard, he's a he's a really good dude. Yeah. He's he's one of the he's one of the rappers that like you don't you don't ever really hear like, you know, bad things about not out in the not out in the middle of of of, ty- of tyrannical level fuck shit so yeah I'm, <laughs> uh, but again um i we us are old enough to remember when every when all of this was burgeoning you know so it's 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 nice to see you know someone with that kind of longevity and just and just you know all he all he does now is make the music he wants to do he tours and uh, he raises his kids yeah. And really, isn't that all any of us want? Right. I, it's just I'm, for Nas to make the music that we want. And right. That was- <laughs> <laughs> what is the song that best summarizes what love is? Work. Uh, mm. The song, the song that best that best summarizes what love is. Ooh, that would depend on the stage of life that you're in. Because um, this this is incredible to me. Uh, this could be three things. One of depending on you know if you've never you know had your heart broken or whatever. I would think a love like this before is always is always a staple. And um, the other is. Um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go too far back for the kids, but I'm, <laughs> but I might have to. Um, another song that sim- that symbolizes what what love is, is um, a tisk <laughs> a tisk a by by Ella Fitzgerald because it's it's really it's really happy, really up really happy really upbeat and um, and also when you when you've lived a little bit and had your heart broken and trying to re- and trying to recover. And trying to recover from that, uh, one a really good a really good song for that is um, "Breathe Again" by Tony Braxton. Yes, I I had I was doing one of these earlier, and um, the guest's answer to this was um, "Loving You" by Minnie Riperton, and I, I was this close to being like, "Will you marry me now?" Like, <laughs> But, pe- but people sleep on on Minnie's voice too. She was she was incredible. She was incredible. The range was incredible. Yeah. And since we're talking about Minnie Riperton, um, for for the children at home, um, <laughs> Minnie Riperton is the mother of Maya Rudolph. Yes. 
And I believe loving you was written about Maya, wasn't it? In the one of the hooks, she says she sings Maya. Ooh, but let me take let me take back. I take back Ella only to raise Vision of Love by Mariah Carey. And Mar Vision of Love by, Mar by Mariah Carey or Honey, which is my favorite Mariah Carey song. <laughs> Those are it, kind of, yeah. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It had to be, I had to, I had for to take back Ella, I have to give you, I have to give you double. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have to give you double. So on, on the flip side of that, uh, what is the best song about a breakup? Epiphany by Chrisette Michelle. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm just about over being your girlfriend. I'm leaving. Yes. I'm here. I'm here for that. I have on, on my breakup playlist, I have that and it's immediately followed by, um, gotta go, gotta leave by Vivian green. Yes. Yes. I would, I would agree. Who is someone agree. that people need to stop sleeping on because that voice is fucking magic. It is. What is a song that you once loved, but you've listened to it recently and you've gone, oh, this, this has not aged well. <laughs> New shoes, I can't wait. <laughs> you take that back right now. You take that back right now. It, it was just in, it was just in the, it was, you know, Apple Music was on shelf and I was like, what? Is, I mean, I still like it, but I was like, you could definitely, it's, it's definitely dated because everybody, you know, back then everybody had everything synthesized in the background. And I was just like, like, I still love this song, but it's like, definitely, this is, this is definitely my, my childhood here. This is, this is definitely like, you know, high top Chucks, Punky Brewster, you know, Saturday morning cartoons, you know, this is, this is, this definitely defines an era. I feel like we're there. We're we're getting into a stage in music where like that's coming back because a lot of people who can sing now really who can sing really can't sing or have or have the better word is have no real vocal ability yeah. and everybody everybody's sounding pretty much the same. Yeah, I said it. I don't take it back. <laughs> What is the greatest song from a film soundtrack? I still, man, I still love Take My Breath Away. But from Top Gun, I still, hmm. I, I really, I haven't, I haven't seen Maverick yet, but I would, my dream would be for Lady Gaga to sing Take My Breath Away. I think she, I think she would just destroy that and it would be amazing. I think that she would like, um, cause the reason why I say that is, you know, when I listen to love game by her, cause I love lady Gaga, I think she could, I think she has the vocal ability to sing, take my breath away and have that become hers. I really I'm secretly cheering for that. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, I'm, I'm not real big into lady Gaga, but mm -hmm. probably, um, I think it's been like 10 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. She was at the Oscars and they were 
giving an award to Julie Andrews and Lady Gaga came out and she sang like a medley of songs from mm-hmm. the sound of music mm-hmm. and just absolutely destroyed it. Like it was just flawless, just vocals on vocals on vocals. Um, so I, I absolutely agree. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. They went the original song route when like they should have just given her that song and been like, go. Right. You know, here, here we go. You know, here we go. Hoping because, you know, um, I did download and I do love the uh, album she did with Tony Bennett. I really, I really like that. I didn't think I would. I was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know. But uh, they actually, I really, I really like their, uh, rend- I really like their rendition. So, yeah, she, she is one of the more talented vocalists that's out like right now. She is. I think people sleep on her because she does all this avant-garde stuff, but she can act, but she can really sing. What film has the greatest soundtrack? You're going to make fun of me. <laughs> um, I really like the, the new, the, uh, the new um, soundtrack for the live action Lion King. I actually, I actually, uh, my daughters and I were in the car, my daughters and I were in the car and uh, I just can't wait to be King came on. And I'm like, this, I still, love, I still love that song but you know also you know the Hamilton soundtrack is amazing it is flawless but it's not a movie it's a play technically it is because it was filmed for Disney plus and released as a film so I'll allow it oh okay so for that I love guns guns and ships my shot and um the battle of Yorktown oh and sat and satisfied because um the actress who 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 uh who is angelica schuyler oh i would listen to her sing the back the back of a coke can she can oh she can sing (laughs) oh she can she can oh she can sing what television show has the best theme song does it have to be past or present either I mean the be- see now see now I feel now I feel old again now I feel old again because I'm not the only you know the only uh, television show I'm really I'm really watching like that I'm I'm not really watching television like that I'm watching I'm watching more streaming <laughs> because I become that because I become that person but um, the the um, theme music that I really liked was for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier oh yeah. It's a Louisiana hero. I think that's the name of I think that's the name of the track. Because I still told my daughters, I said, I'm never gonna, I'm a, I'm never going to forgive you for, for y'all not telling me how fine Sebastian Stan was. And they were like, but mom, I thought we thought you knew. <laughs> Bet- betrayers and traitors, all of them. Yeah, like we are we are of the age that unless you tell us, we don't know. <laughs> I'm, or I may not be aware. Right. 
I may not be aware, you know, I'm, I'm out, I told, told a friend of mine, I said, you know, I'm, I'm out here working, writing and trying to dismantle white supremacy. I miss stuff. I miss, I miss stuff. So, I mean, just let, let me know every, every now and then let me know. Be, be, that'd be great. You know, drop, drop the latest issue of Tiger Beat magazine, you know, in the mailbox and like, or, just. Or whatever the kids, you know, screenshot it and send it to yeah. me to do that. Like, do you know who this man is? No, I don't. Please tell me. Right. We could be classy about it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best song from a Disney film? <laughs> Here I know what I'm going, what I'm going to say. Um, what, who... The um uh, the her the still the zero to hero by uh <laughs> from the Hercules from Hercules yes <laughs> yes because because Roz Ryan for everything Roz Ryan for everything yeah and you know that, there's that soundtrack still goes hard twenty some odd years later like yes play it bless my soul Herc was on a roll everybody knows that. Yes. yes. And, you know, every couple of years, the, you know, the talk of the live action version will, will roll back around mm -hmm. and everybody has got opinions on who should play the muses. Mm -hmm. And I feel that they can cast, you know, any six black actresses mm -hmm. but the voices have to be the original voices from the animated film or nothing in that movie works it's not gonna be right it's yeah. not gonna be nope. mm -mm. i i agree uh like which which goes back to um i didn't i didn't learn this till years ago um when idlewild came out i, and I actually still love idlewild because i'm a fan of anything andre 2000 and big boy do and I didn't know for Paula Patton, I didn't know it was Janelle Monet who was singing. I didn't know, I, I recently found that out. I'm like, that's Janelle Monet, that's Janelle. Holy shit, it is. That, I, I, I'm like, that's, when I found out that it was Janelle Monet who was singing, I'm like, ah! Cause I'm like, oh, I'm, so clearly it can't, it can be done, but yeah. Oh, and that, that soundtrack goes hard too. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like it hard too. Yeah. What is the song that no matter what you're doing, where you are, this song comes on, you're gonna dance. Out out tonight from the from from rent. Nice. <laughs> Never, never fails. Out tonight by Rent. Oh, well, from the Rent soundtrack. I recent. Uh, now I'm slightly obsessed with uh, Jonathan Larson because I actually watched Tick Tick Boom, and Andrew Garfield. I think is going to be a character actor forever because he's he's just that good. Yeah. Embod he embodied him, and I'm like, I really. Uh, and the fact, and I, there's a portion in the spoiler. There's a portion in the in the film where Stephen Sidenheim his hero actually comes to 
one of the workshops and he's like giving him pointers and he even called him on the phone is like hey you know I saw it you know it's good this is what you work on and I was and the one thing that I you know to the writers and artists and other starving misfits that I that I run with is sometimes it's all you really need somebody to tell you that you're not crazy you are talented and keep going um Jonathan Larson's sister uh, was heavily involved with Tick, Tick, Boom. And she said in an interview um, shortly after it was released that she was on set one day and Andrew happened to walk in and she just completely fell apart because she thought it was her brother. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could... I could, I could see that, which is why I'm like, I, the, which is, here we go again, right? When, you know, hashtag hero support, which is, which is why I think that go ahead and let him be Spider-Man one more time. Let him, let his redemption arc continue because he's, I think if there's an, if there's really an actor that's really being slept on aside from Tom Holland. Um, it is Andrew Garfield. He's he because I, when I was watching, I had to remember that Jonathan Larson, like Jonathan is Jonathan is dead. That's not John, like J, like Jonathan is not here anymore. And you know, I just yeah, but it's 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 incredible. And I was I was talking to a friend of mine years ago. No matter of fact, wasn't wasn't that long ago. I said. I said the arts are uh, are mystic or mystic is a mystic guild anyway. I said uh, I said writers record the world and give it and give it back to you. Musicians make the world talk. I can't do that. That's not that's a whole other level of skill that you need to to see to see an emote for me I can see any I can see an emotion and record it. I can bend it. I can make it into what I want. But to see an emotion and think of a note, yeah, I can't, to me that's to me that's always been incredible. And one more really cool story about uh, the film Tick Tick Boom. Uh, at the spoilers, at the end of the film, um, Jonathan Larson, Andrew Garfield comes back and has a voicemail from Stephen Sondheim. In the original cut of the film, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was the voice of Sondheim on that. Mm -hmm. And um, they showed, uh, Stephen Sondheim got an advanced copy of it and watched it and called them and said, um, you know, here's some, here's some notes about the voicemail. Mm. Um, and he was like, you know what? scratch that i'm just gonna record it for you oh wow and then a week later he passed right so that was yeah so moving on to happier things uh yeah. <laughs> that silence was appropriate though it was yeah. it was If you were on RuPaul's Drag Race, what would be your ideal lip sync for your life song? 
Respect by Aretha Franklin. Fuck yes, it would. <laughs> Respect by Aretha Franklin. Hell yeah. That would be cool. What's your theme song? Uh, that Girl by Raphael Sadiq. Ooh. <laughs> or Dance Tonight by Lucy Pearl. Also appropriate. I think this is this is always my favorite um, favorite question of the show um, because when when I get the answer, I say I, and I look at the guest and I go, "Okay, yeah, I can see it." <laughs> There's only been like two times where I've gone, mm, "You sure? You sure <laughs> that's what you want your answer to be?" Like, is that the final answer? Are you sure? You got time to think about it. Well, I mean, you had time to think about it because most of the people get these questions like two weeks in advance. So, but I digress. Uh, Who is an artist that is considered a one-hit wonder Mm -hmm. that you feel like should have been bigger? Thelma Houston. Don't leave when she's saying, don't leave me this way. Cause I, you know, I tell, it was a friend, it was a uh, girl I used to work with who she heard me singing in line. We were, we were waiting on something. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm a happy alto. I don't, I know, I know I'm aware of my range. She's like, no, some of the notes you're hitting, you're kind of a soprano. I'm like, mm, ah, no, but, um, so for, so, you know, when I, when I listen to song again, growing back to my childhood, when I when I first heard "Don't Leave Me This Way," I'm like, I mean, because she was in just all this voice comes from like it's seemingly nowhere, like oh, like if I could sing, I want if I could sing, I would want to I would want to sound like Martha Wash or um, Thelma Houston. Little behind the scenes uh, trivia for Jen and the folks at home. Um, I sent an interview request to have Thelma Houston on this show, um, but she is touring right now, so uh-huh. she she can't do it. Um, that was I, I was super bummed, but I'm gonna ask again um, yes. <laughs> because I I just really really want to talk to her. Yes. So, Miss Houston, if if you're listening to this, um, I, w- I, w- I would love to have you on the show, please. Mm-hmm. And thank you. And thank you in advance. Sign everybody. <laughs> what is the song that reminds you of home? Um, the song, the song that, remi- that reminds me of home is, well, it's too, it's, now that's a mixtape in and of itself Uh, because because when I think of home you know when I think of home I think of the place so there are to me you know three stages of home so there's like where my grand my uh, grandma and my mom and them are from so for that it would be um sentimental a sentimental mood by um Duke Ellington and um Charlie Parker that's really that's it's really pretty you know very it's very pretty very slow 
and uh, it reeks of, and it just, it's full of nostalgia. And for childhood, you know, growing up in uh, St. Louis, it would be uh, Blue Train by John Coltrane. So that, so to, cause that, to me, that, Im, that imbibes kind of like it, like every, every, every part of my growing up, some parts don't make sense. You're like, oh my, oh my goodness, what's going on? But there, but there is a quality to Coltrane to me that has always been very, very stable because you kind of always kind of kind of even when he was experimenting with everything but but what I hear in Blue Train is there's stability there's warmth which is what I had growing up even with everything kind of going on I still had I still had that and a home and the last song was would be um or I go sound like a Midwest kid it would be country grammar by Nelly because the world because of where I'm from, everything in balance, everything, everything, everything in balance. I love that. Yeah. What is the sexiest song? Um, NFWB by Hozier or work song by Hozier. Yes. Yes. I actually had a I actually had a young man who called himself being in love with me that actually dedicated NFWB to me. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. And right. for anybody who didn't know, um, Take Me to Church by Hozier is straight up about fucking. <laughs> it is <laughs> like if you don't believe me pause this go listen to it and then come back <laughs> because yeah this is warning this is why this podcast is not safe for work it is not <laughs> age of 16 thank you management yeah this is <laughs> this is why this show every time you open it there's that big e next to the title trying to tell you anything is anything is liable to happen right i but am yeah. i am tipper gore's biggest nightmare uh <laughs> me too i don't i mean but we did grow up with you know prince and uh prince and um adore and uh cream so for the kids for the kids Google prints, go through, go through YouTube. Don't, don't ask us, don't write the show. Don't email Greg. Don't email Jit. We told, we've warned you. We've warned you. Watch yes. range. Don't, don't, don't contact us. Cause we we're warning you now. He yes. was great. He was, a. there will never be another prince. The world is a dimmer place without him, but oh my goodness. Which is, you know, also for the children at home, which is why when WAP came out, those of us of a certain age didn't bat an eyelid. Not at all. Not at all. Because we were Not like, uh, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, meanwhile, yeah. <laughs> Google, yeah. Google 90s R&B and who Uncle Luke is. Yeah. And why, why certain women have knee problems at age 30. <laughs> 
Sydney problem. <laughs> I mean, you know, <clears throat> not a, it's not a, it's not a lie. It's not. It's, a- it's it's not. And you know, when when you realize that one of your favorite songs um, growing up in the '90s, um, "Rain" by SWV, when you realize what that's actually about. Yep. Yeah. Because she does say, let your love just shower me. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, there were in the 90s, um, you know, parenting was a little lax. And there were a lot of songs that, you know, 9, Every- 10, 11, 12 year old us Everybody- shouldn't have been screaming the words to. <laughs> was working greg everybody everybody yeah. was working he, you know there's a lot of mtv there's a lot of vh1 and for those of us of a certain age remember the box mm-hmm. said so you could like you know uh, order whatever video you wanted you know it was a, it was a lot of that it was a lot it was a lot it was a lot going on yes like was a lot happening. Like I was, I, you know, I finally found out, you know, Juicy Fruit was about a woman ha- having a, a, a girl on girl experience. I'm 41 almost and just, <laughs> and like the electric slide is about a vibrator. I We're mm-hmm. just these things out. She said, you can't feel it. It's electric. And we're just, oh yeah. Right. <laughs> I like, Made a whole dance to it. And made a whole dance. Made a whole dance. Made a whole dance. <laughs> a whole dance. Oh. And we, you know, we we stayed fit because you know we had to get up and change the channel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have how fast can when you hear your parent parents get up? How quickly can you turn television all off or up? You had you had you had to know the channel under it and before mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you also had to know what was on both of those channels yes. that way when you flipped if you got asked about it you knew what was happening i got in so much trouble for watching deaf comedy jam <laughs> i got in so much I, I still to this day don't know why i got in trouble i was like they're cursing but y'all curse all the time what is the song that defined your generation um i'm probably gonna i'm probably really gonna sound old about this but probably my prerogative by bobby brown yes and now he's trying to tour again i'm like oh you need to sit down sir well, he's touring so, with a uh, new edition, though. They've been trying to get this tour together for the last 15 years. I, I don't believe it when I see it. Well, they were, um, I know, like, there for a little while, there was, like, this co-headlining uh, new edition uh, NKOTB tour. And right. they were, like, out together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in love with Jordan from NKOTB. Remember when he had that very short-lived solo career? Yes. Um, oh, I remember. I, cause, but, here, but here we go again, right? Because, you know, for the kids at home, NKOTB was 
new kids on the block. Donnie Wahlberg, who you see now in, what is it, Greg? Uh, oh, Donnie Wahlberg was a part of that boy band group and he is the brother of Mark Wahlberg. Those Wahlberg boys are problematic as hell. They're yes. pro- problematic as hell. And I think what Jordan and Jonathan were like brothers and- Cousins. They're cousins. And then there was Donnie. Y'all have y'all have Google now. Y'all don't have y'all don't have to get yeah. the tiger edition from us. But Jordan and that group was like the like he and he, I think Joey and Danny, they were like the only people who could really sing. You know, yeah. Don I still know why Donnie was there. Donnie was there because he was the bad boy danger element. <laughs> so, yeah. But the only people who could like really sing was were Jonathan and 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 uh jonathan and jordan and like i think and joey those are people who could like really sing and which still goes and here we go down the boy band rabbit hole you know uh like we know justin timberlake is uh, out of nsync he's he's the only one that could really sing him and him and hence could could really could really sing but yeah i think that in defining a generation but yeah um Bobby Brown, you know, my it's my prerogative. I remember having that, my cousin had that tape, cassette tape. Cassette tape? Cassette tape. We're getting Mm -hmm. old. Yeah, we are. We're getting old. I don't like it. I don't either. Not a fan. (laughs) Not a fan. Not a fan at all. And now the kids want Walkman, Walkman again. Like my my youngest, my oldest asked me for like a Sony Walkman because she saw um who's that who's that problematic child the uh which one Chris uh Pratt in um Guardians of the Galaxy he had a Sony Walkman she's like mom have a Walkman I'm like what everything you can stream and you want this yeah I mean her best friend got a record player for Christmas so. The kids are the kids. The kids are interesting, but like, where would one find cassettes for the Walkman? I don't know. I think <laughs> I think what the children are trying to do. I think I think what they're trying. To, I think they're trying to recreate mixtapes that we had. That I think you can still find, you know, blank Memorexes or whatever. And radio still, you know, in certain parts of the universe of this multiverse, you can still find, you know, a, a, a radio with, you know, plus record and play together and make, the, that's what I really think they're trying to do. They're trying to recreate that experience of making a mixtape. Okay. And bring it around with you. But at the same time, y'all have, y'all have iPhones, y'all have Apple Music, y'all have Spotify, Pandora, Tidal, y'all have all of this and you want to stalk the radio to make a mi- yeah, see, here's the here's the thing though, kids at home. If you're part of this whole mixtape aesthetic type thing that's happening, what you have to do in order to be accepted by those of us of a certain age is you have to have two radios. Yes. Yes. One to record with. And one to sit in front of and wait for the song to play, holding 
your finger above the record button so you mm -hmm. can hit it just in time to catch the start of the song after the radio DJ stops talking. Right. Otherwise, it's no good. Right. It's an art to that. Yeah. That's why that's why, you know, millennials can text so fast because we're used to do you're, we're used to doing that. Yes. And also T9 because that was that was how we came into texting was T9 and <laughs> you kids we're just don't fucking understand man dude in two ways oh my god man jesus christ dude in your opinion what is the greatest song ever written Solitude by Billie Holiday. That is correct. <laughs> Solitude by Billie Holiday. And for the folks at home, uh, you can't see this, but I can. She posed twice after she gave that answer in a very Billie Holiday-esque <laughs> pose. I love Lady, I love Lady Day. When I, when I was... Um, truly uh going through uh breakup stuff i would i i listen to her all the time uh, so my favorite songs by her are um i cover i covered i covered the waterfront uh gloomy sunday and don't explain all excellent songs what song is the one you've listened to the most recently or just in general i have i go through i go through phases where um songs are you know this are in are in heavy rotation uh, so currently in heavy rotation is uh guns go bang from uh the harder they fall the, the harder they fall soundtrack um the other is I actually, I actually went back to uh, Seven Seven Nation Army by by the White Stripes. Oh, nice! And um, the other, the other is um, Space Cadet by Metro Boomin. So they go. So that's kind of that's kind of in 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 rotation in rotation. Now I'm sure next week it'll change, but right <laughs> now, guns guns go bang. <laughs> it's, right now it's it's it's, it's guns go bang. Excellent. Okay. Um, because this is you. Um, nice. And this is something I'm going to, I'm going to have to start doing with um, people our age who are on the show. Um, because I have, I have found a trend in the answers um, to this question. So uh, your answer to this next question cannot be anything by Michael Jackson. Okay. What is the greatest music video of all time? As I go through the roll, as I go through my... <laughs> of the greatest music video 
of all time that does not include Michael Jackson, can it be a visual album? Yeah, sure. Lemonade by Beyonce. Yes. Because uh, her, her, when she does, um, oh, when she does for the, for the kid, for the, for the children, the spoken word that is on um, Lemonade is actually from a uh, Somali British poet named Warson Shire. And um, the, when she peppers in those, um, those poems, the, the one for apathy is the strongest. And it goes, where, it, it goes, what, what will you do now that, now that you killed me? And uh, here lies the, here, here lies the body of the love of my life whose heart I broke without a gun to my head. And I mean, just the whole, the whole album is, is stunning, but the one, but I really love, of course, uh, the wordplay that she, that she puts into that and, you know, shameless plug, uh, the, the work that uh, is featured in Lemonade is actually from um, Warson's new book, uh, uh, To the Daughter Who's Being Raised by the Voice in Her Head. Uh, anything by Warson Shire is, is amazing. So yes, read, read her poetry, but yet, yes. but, the be, but the best bit, the best video uh, of all, that, that visual album um, by, by Beyonce. And while we're on the subject of Beyonce, um, she has just completely blanked out um, her Instagram and YouTube, which is usually what happens before new music comes. Um, so turn those notifications on, kids. Um, this is not a drill. Is it? This is we're we're in Beyonce blackout. That's we're right. In- Beyonce blackout, something cool is about to happen. I have, um, I, when, when I read that story about her blanking uh, all her profiles, um, I went in and set Google alerts to her name. So that way, when anything happens, when anybody mentions Beyonce, I get an alert about it. Right. Because... Beyonce. Yeah, it's Beyonce. Like, you know, just just like when Blue Ivy decides she's going to run for president of the world, like she'll have my vote. Right. What is the greatest musical collaboration of all time? I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back. <laughs> But for but for this for this collab, I'm really gonna have the kids the, the kids are the kids are just gonna have to use the Google. Uh, one of the one of the great um, music collabs are is actually I believe between um, Charlie Parker and Duke Ellington for because um, I think the album I don't know what it is on Spotify, but um, I think the album is called um, Culture John Coltrane's for Lovers. So there's all their collab, all their collabs there for the kids. Uh, Duke Ellington was a an amazing composer and uh, jazz pianist, um, and also I'm, I'm loving this album that um, Lady Gaga and um, Tony Bennett did. Real, I really like really like that album. I didn't think I would like it as much as I do, but um, I really well I like Tony Bennett. So, but I was like, 
which is why I was kind of like, ooh, what, what's this gonna, what, this is, this might be trash, but it, it wasn't trash. And I was, I was highly excited about that. <laughs> cause I'm like, cause, cause again, you know, uh, us being of a particular age, you know, we were, we were alive when Prince and Whitney Houston and Madonna were all making music. Uh-huh. Like we were, rem- like, we remember that. Like, I remember when Musicology came out by Prince and my favorite song by him is still Call My Name. Yes. If you could have any song play when you enter a room, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the black bond by Nas. Yes. Come <laughs> in that just just is the baseline and that I pull a shade on I pull a string on the left and shit and and, and, and room dark is I'm like I'm in an elegant Moroccan apartment. I'm like yes, yes. What is the song that no matter what kind of playlist you're making, no matter what kind of vibe you're going for, this song always makes an appearance? That that song for me is uh, Whiskey by uh, Maroon 5. Ooh, nice. I like that. So I'm in favor. I'm in favor of Mr. Levine. In, <laughs> in, in favor. He, I mean, but people sleep. I think they sleep on Adam Levine too, because you know, Adam. But he he could actually really sing. Yeah. So this next question is a three-parter. Interesting. SAT level shit. There we go. (laughs) First part. What is your go-to house cleaning song? Uh, It's actually um, Nas is like because sooner one of my favorite lines in all of hip hop is sooner sooner or later we'll all see who the prophet is. Yes. Go to house cleaning song. I just hit, I hit, I hit, um, I hit that album. I get the Nazis like album. Part two. What is your go to workout song? Bring them out by Tia. Nice. <laughs> oh, some level that's really bad. <laughs> But yeah, it just, it's, yeah. I'm like, I can get with this. And final part, what is your go-to driving song? Um, All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA. Nice. 
Excellent song. Oh, Black Panther. Um, so this next question is a two-parter. First part, what is one song that you would give anything to see played live? And the follow-up to that, would it be a cover or would it be by the original artist? It would be... It would be, see, in, 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 my, in my head, in my head, it, was, it would be Lips on You by Maroon 5. I'm on stage sitting in a chair. I'm, I'm looking just, I'm looking delectable and he looks me in my face the whole time while he sings Lips on You. Excellent. Yes. yes. And then we get married. I have his baby. Then we move on. Because that, that, I feel like that would be like the next logical step. Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah, because I'm, yeah, because, yeah, it'd be, it would be Lips on You by, by Maroon 5. Actual artist, no cover. See, that's why I could never, like, when these artists are on tour and, you know, sooner or later, every, every musician has a song or a moment in their tour where they bring a fan up on stage and they dedicate, like I could never be that fan because in my mind, you have to marry me now. Right. Like, like this is the beginning of our relationship. Right. Like, like this, this, this song is about me now. Right. Um, so we're together. Like, yeah, it began when the song ended, like that's when our life began. Right. Like there's no, this is us now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm not going back to my seat. I'm actually going to hang out in the dressing room because we're going home. Right. I need to know where, like where I need to park the car. Cause you're going to be tired. Cause you're yeah. going to be tired. I need to know like where the snacks are. I need to know like where the shower is. I, like I need our, our life is beginning now. I need to know what the Wi-Fi password is. I need to, you know, where to, where to the charger ports? Like, are there yeah. extra, it's, you know, do you need anything? I, I need to, I need information. Yeah. I also I, need, I also need you to know that, you know, now that we're together for the rest of our lives, um, we're a shoes off household. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we are, you know, there's, there's Sunday fun day. There's, we have date nights, you know, yeah. we, date nights. We, we, you know. There's, you know, uh, there's no TV in the bedroom because we like to sleep, you know, like nice, nice, good soy candles, you know, we want because when people come over, they want to feel comfortable, you know, right. You know, right. cinnamon-y, maybe, you know, we change it up with the season, you know, yeah. shoes yeah. by the door, you know, don't, don't scuff. We, you know, we just did the rug, you know, we can't have your tracking in here, you know, can't, exactly. you can't, the dogs, have, the dogs have their own room, you know. There's we, things we keep satin pillowcases for for our black women friends. Should they come over to spend the night? Like these we, are these are things. We we need those things. Yeah. Every, every bathroom has lotion because you know ash, ash 
Ashley is not godly. We can't have that. We use, we use, if you're a white artist, uh, we use washcloths now. Um, yeah. And there, there's a big linen, to- there's, you know, the top shelf is for, you know, guest towels and the sec, the third shelves that those are for, you know, those are, you know, for how the house and the hair towels are at the bottom. Those are the ones that are torn up. We don't, we, we, we just do those, are the dog towels too. Yes. We don't, we don't use those. We don't use those. So if, you know, if there's any big name musician uh, <laughs> out there listening to this, um, Please, please, please don't send uh, orders of protection against Jen and I. This is all jokes. This is all jokes. It's all jokes. All jokes. <laughs> all jokes. For legal reasons, this whole thing has been a joke. This this segment is for laughs. Right. This segment is only for laughs. Don't mean any of it, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> so um you've died mm-hmm. um and you are at the gates of whatever kind of afterlifey type thing you believe mm-hmm. in Mm-hmm. Um, and before they will let you through those gates, uh, they're, they're putting together a welcome basket. Um, there's muffins and so, some of those, uh, soaps that are shaped like shit that you're not supposed to use there for company. Right. Um, there's some pamphlets of, you know, neighborhood type things. Right. Um, they are Cause I, also, cause I need that. I'm, I'm going to need heaven is big. Yes. He- so I'm going to, I feel like that's a, that's appropriate. Yeah. It's, it's a very large gated community. Um, the, um, HOA fees are no fucking joke from what I understand. I mean, um, you know, the, the, the book tells us that, you know, my father's house has many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. So, I mean, there, there's, yeah, I, I feel like that would be appropriate. Like Jen, here's your house yeah your house this is yes. your is your house so i feel like that i feel like that's appropriate um but also in this welcome basket um they are um saint peter and a few of the the archangels uh they're they're over in the corner and uh they're they're each holding boom boxes um, because they are making a mixtape of your life to go in this welcome basket. Um, now, voice of a generation, yes. Jennifer B. Harris, queen yes. of my heart and the multiverse. The most important question that you will answer in our time together this evening is what is the first song on that mixtape. Control by Janet Jackson. Fuck yes, it is. <laughs> Control by Janet Jackson. <laughs> yes. And the, la- and the last song should be uh, Back in Black by ACBC. Oh, nice. Thunderstruck nice 
First time I've ever gotten a first and last song. I love it. I may have to swap up the question now. Hmm. So we have come to the end of the show. Um, if, you know, as always, because you have appeared on all of my shows at this point. Um, I'm great. I'm Greg famous. I'm Greg famous. <laughs> I, if it, I don't know that anybody wants that. Uh, <laughs> if, if you would like to give the children uh, your social media handles uh, so they might slide into your dms with some questions about the songs that they've heard this evening um tell everybody what you're working on um all that good good stuff oh wow and and again thank thank you greg you're you always make me feel like i'm at i'm at home here so i'm always grateful to uh to lend my voice to wherever you are so you're 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 one of the favorites hashtag team greg <laughs> uh but to but to find me uh, clearly, I am now officially an, an auntie on the problematic clock apps. You can find me at uh, what Jay said 2.0 because the TikTok feds took down the original what Jay said. Um, and uh, you can find me on the Instagram, the Instagram at um, at author JB Harris. That's John. That's John. Uh, <coughs> John Bob Harris. Uh, also, you can find you can find me um, on the on the Instagram at uh, the 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 um, ideal firestar official. That's my blog that has social media presence that has social media presence there. Uh, again, the official the um, the the ideal firestar official, all one word. Uh, also, what I'm working on now, as always, is that uh, the second volume of tradition of traditional women is up on is up on Amazon and Kindle now. Uh, the count for stories is now over 400. Oh wow! Now we're going toward like volume three. It's 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 been it's bananas, my G. It's it's bananas. And uh, as far as writing is concerned, um, I do have always uh, several books in the fire. But the one but the next book to be released is is called Next Lifetime Things, which is going to be released on June 24th, which is my 41st birthday. Uh, and also later th later this year there will be um, how much does how much does justice cost, which is a book of uh, poetry called poetry in couplets in couplet forms couplet uh, for all my literature nerds. Just two line is just two lines of poetry, and uh, dealing with social dealing with social justice. So, so and that will be released in August because August on the ideal Firestarter is always dedicated to activism. And you can find me on the on the Twitter, uh, the AKA uh, Elon, where we're trying to fight off Elon Musk, Elon Musk, uh, malicious capitalism dis and dismantling white supremacy uh, at, uh, I'm, se I'm several entities on Twitter. because <laughs> you know, you have to, you have to be accessible. Uh, but I am author Harris on uh, Twitter and also uh, what Jay, and what Jay said on uh, Twitter as well. And um, the and uh, the lady her the lady herself also also on Twitter, so yeah. But also, but all all books are on Amazon and Kindle. Uh, search either Jennifer Bush hyphen Harris or Jennifer P as in Paul Harris, and you will find all all uh, all the uh, gatherings of my mind there. And also and also follow the blogs. Um, 
I breathe, I breathe, uh, Jennifer Harris, Jennifer Harris breathes fire, or you could just search I breathe fire on, on the Google. Uh, again, the idea in the ideal and the ideal fire starter um, on, yeah, you could search that on, on Google also. So for the kids at home, uh, you are listening to this on the 23rd of June. Uh, we are not recording it that day. This is what day you're listening to it. Uh, <laughs> so that means Jen has a book out tomorrow that you all need to go get. Yes. And review. And yes, leave, leave wonderful reviews um, at the, you know what? we're going to do a little contest in order in honor of Jen's book release on uh, the 24th. Um, yeah. So here's, ho- yes, um, <laughs> should be a national holiday. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, everybody listening to this on the 24th, go and uh, purchase a copy of Jen's book uh, on Amazon and Kindle, um, leave a five-star wonderfully worded review, um, send screenshots of your proof of purchase and the review, um, to your life, the mixtape pod at gmail.com. And I will select a winner to come and be a guest on this show. I love this. Ne- the name of the book is going to be Next Lifetime Things. Next Lifetime Things. Yes. So send me a proof of purchase and a uh, screenshot of your five-star wonderfully worded review. of next lifetime things to your life the mixtape podcast no your life the mixtape pod at gmail.com um or you know track me down on social media and uh send send them to me there and i will select somebody to come and be a guest on this show um jen as always uh this has been the most enjoyable part of my day. Um, the most enjoyable part of my career is anytime you are around. Um, so, you know, as always, if, if you ever want to come back, uh, I'll, I'll think up new questions and we'll, we'll play again. Yes. Yes. I am always here to be Greg famous. Always. (laughs) Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.